0: sure where the mountains meet the sea in a clapboard shack by a broken down tree. There's a light in
1: the window
0: to salty gals inside. I'm not sure if they're witches, but you know that's implied. And the storytelling,
1: ego swelling, pillow talking, moonlight walking, sea hags. Welcome to the Sea Hags Podcast. My name is Kershipa. I'm Katie Norgren. And with us this week, I will pick up that thread. Yeah, because <laughs> you it's your that. responsibility. No, well then I, you should <laughs> She's have She's <started>. your friend! <laughs> then we should have started it different. Well, we could do this <laughs>
0: again if you wanted to, but we're not well, we're gonna. We're not Very
1: gonna, terrible. because we are here on the Seahex Radi- podcast are bound together in internal torment. It's <laughs>
0: <laughs> radio verite, Beautiful. as
1: always. Uh, mm-hmm. So with us today is a social researcher and a social worker. It's Karina. Woo, hello. She, per- she also performed, you may recognize her voice, Probably oh not. God, it was no. blended within a group on episode 4 of the Sea Hags podcast bonus episode White Knuckle in the Dodger. It was lovely. You were one of the you were one of the peeps. I had one of the choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was just like come and be in a choir and you're like, "Okay." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have
0: zero skills and everyone else in that room did, but it was lots of fun. It sounded
1: great. It <laughs> well, sounds really good.
0: So if you're bad, I couldn't tell.
1: <laughs> you're good great. at blending. Yeah. No, it sounds
0: amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I've been yeah. saying words very weird today. It's because I went to America and I'm different now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was telling Karina that this is going to be a bit of a catch up episode, so just yeah. like, interrupt us if we're just being so navel gazy. Like, oh, please don't. That's... That's the
0: whole methodology of this podcast. <laughs> oh, no, I totally
1: want to hear about Portland, actually. Uh,
0: is this really noticeable?
1: It is. Yeah, you guys are both wearing the oh, we're janglers. Earrings. we're, janglers, danglers. <laughs> so we're
0: today. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just wanted to look good for this audio medium. <laughs> 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 I am going to take them out, actually, because oh. they're a little distracting. Oh.
1: Uh, oh, it's like you took like a huge uh, off. Oh no, her head fell off
0: That was her, her Is the ribbon, the ribbon around my neck, I took it off And then um, my head fell off oh No one else knows that movie <laughs> Oh, is that a movie? It's like an urban legend <laughs> oh, really? something, like oh, okay. something about like, uh, a woman in the French <laughs> Revolution Like, oh hello, we're married now it's no, no, like can't a Return my... to Oz film the oh, Where God. there's like a ribbon and she changes heads That like, movie scares me more it's than terrifying. Being murdered <laughs> That's <laughs> That's a pretty scary film As long <laughs> as I'm not being murdered by Feruja Bulk Or the queen with no heads or well, by I, would, friends, I would then... let Feruja Bulk murder me <laughs> That'd be hot, it's a good way to go Don't get murdered
1: I don't want to be Don't thing. do it
0: <laughs> Yeah, went to, went to America and I'm like, I'm like cultured now Because I went on a wild world tour
1: <laughs> Just down the west coast Yeah,
0: I got to eat snack foods from a different type of grocer Such as? A plaid pantry. Uh, pantry. We have plaid pantries in Oregon, don't you know? Which makes me we.
1: Oh no. I'm one of them
0: now. Oh no. (laughs) I wish. (laughs) I did offer to marry most of the people that I met, although that would be bigamous and not super legal to bring back all of my new wives, husbands, and otherwise or swell spouses. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. spice spice? Plural spouse. (laughs) No. (laughs) No? Spouses? Yeah. Okay. I hope they were okay with that. Oh yeah, no, I married them all. They're all happy. Give them all health care That's what they wanted <laughs> They wanted to come back with me And live live beneath my thumb In my matriarchal cult mm.
1: I mean that sounds pretty good Just yeah. like A cult of like Queer comics Yeah Basically I yes. mean
0: great Yeah so I got to go down to Portland to participate in the First annual Portland Queer Comedy Festival cool.
1: Daniel to, That's pretty optimistic. Uh.
0: Holy shit! <laughs> it was very successful. You bitch. Um, <laughs> but my my friend Belinda Carroll, who is a comedian in Portland, organized this with another comic named uh D. Martin Austin, and the organizer, the owner of the Funhouse Lounge in Portland, his name is Andy. I don't remember his last name Because there were six different Andys on the wow. show And this was like the one straight guy uh, So I didn't bother to remember <laughs> Just kidding He's a cool guy though he had, a, he had a hat constantly That had little devil horns coming out of it Just like a regular hat That had what looked like his own devil horns growing out of it Which is like He's got a personality, you know He like has a clown room at the Funhouse Lounge Where it's just a bunch of black velvet portraits of clowns Whoa! So it's a little unsettling, but the backstage yeah. area it looks like the backstage of like a junior high school theater group, basically. And so it's amazing. There's just there was costumes everywhere, and they had just like loose weed candy there for us wow. to just partake of, and tall boys of <laughs> Paths blue ribbon, which is just like yeah. everything that the world tells you Portlandia is is what this festival was. That sounds
1: really fun. <laughs> it was
0: the tits. I had the greatest time that I think I've ever had doing anything. Honestly, it was up there with like the first Disneyland experience. That I had. And what did they serve you in terms of food though? Oh, just pizza. Like just, I just pizza? Sizzle pie constantly. I, I but I drank kombucha, like I drank like a liter and a half of kombucha a day <laughs> so that I would not die. And thankfully right. I did not die. You not die. Um, I did eat some vegetables here and there. I would buy like bag salads and eat like half at a time, like frantically over my friend's sink before I would go and do another show. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. and they're like, nutrients
0: get inside of my body quickly, please. You know,
1: sizzle pie doesn't have a lot of toppings on it. It's mostly like bread and a thin layer of like onion goo.
0: Yeah. Onion- I, Wish I had it's, the other kind. Like, they didn't mostly have vegan that one. Pizza. It was I was gonna say was it wasn't vegan. There yeah. was a lot of meat v- pizzas. There was oh, a lot of okay. diverse pizzas. There was a couple like Dia pizzas there, and I don't like fake cheese, so I would have gone for the the Onion spiral slurring? tap or whatever <laughs> yes. it's called. Uh, but they didn't have that one. I guess that one's expensive, so we didn't get that for free. But I ate like pizza blancos basically mm. all day long, and it. It was very greasy, and my skin got very shiny the whole time that I was there. My coat got very glossy from all of the fatty pizza, and, <laughs> wow. and I was just very stoned the whole time, and I got to hang out with like famous comics like Guy Branham and Matt Bronger and Julie Goldman and all of these awesome people who were all very, very nice to me, and uh, I had some really great sets. And it's it was good to know awesome. that you can do lots I, of comedy
1: while being perpetually stoned Oh, I was
0: very capable. Like I went up and did my last last set <laughs> on a Skilled. Sunday. Like I had three sets, and uh, it wasn't supposed to have the third set on a Sunday. I was supposed to be done, so I was like, "I'm done. I'm gonna just get super wrecked." Like, why not? And then Belinda was like, "Hey, do you want to stay and do a show and like just feature for Julie?" I was like, "I mean, yes, but it won't be good." She's like, "It's fine." <laughs> and it was people who'd already seen me twice that day, so I was like, I'm so sorry, everybody. I've been eating weed for the last five hours. <laughs> they loved that. And they were I'm like, sure. Woo! <laughs> yeah. I was like, How are you? It's like touching them gently. <laughs> so you must be a pretty big deal if you got invited. Oh, no, not at okay. all. No, I'm just very friendly, <laughs> oh, okay. and uh, I make friends easily in different yes. communities. And okay. so they're like, Oh, you're nice and you're funny, and you show up on time. So <laughs> yeah, like that's. You would be amazed at how few people. Are all three of those things <laughs> It's not me trying to be cocky or anything But it's just like if you're reasonably funny You probably are going to be late for everything Like it's, it's If you're consistent
1: and good to work with And people yeah. actually want you around Then you're going to get booked on
0: stuff that is, I get <laughs> booked much more I think for my personality Than for my actual jokes But that's sort of equalizing a bit Now that I'm getting funnier as time goes on Because mm-hmm. I've been doing it for two years now So yeah. I'm a little bit better at it than I was six months ago A year ago when the last time these people saw me And they're like oh cool we'll come back anytime Put you up sweet nice. it's pretty okay. great I don't make to make to be very clear I don't make money doing this especially when I go into the states like they tried to <laughs> hand me cash and I was like no <laughs> I uh yeah they just they just handed me a wad of cash and I was like please give that to a different Canadian who is much more poor than I am and nice. lives here so yeah yeah,
1: yeah I'm not allowed to accept money
0: yeah so I didn't I was, but I did happily take every tab that they threw at me and mm-hmm. drank a lot of Moscow mules and ate lots of pizza sounds amazing it was it. great best trip Mm-hmm. So good. Really nice to spend time with Nikki, who's been on this uh, podcast before. When she came up to visit in January, she's a weed expert. A weed expert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you came on and talked as a weed expert. Talked <laughs> about terpenes and, and all kinds of other weed terms. No terpenology That <laughs> was great. So that was that's pretty much it. I, I want to come down
1: and, with you next time and then we can interview people. Mm-hmm. We can do a podcast Ooh, on the road, just interview a bunch of Portland comics got, during the day and then do your sets at night.
0: I got invited to do a podcast while I was down there, but you know, comedians are not very organized. So, it ended up being sorry Chris Katami, <laughs> different Chris asked me to be on his podcast, but we didn't get it organized at all, so it didn't happen. Okay. But, we'll do
1: a swaproo sometime. Yeah, we should. We should.
0: It was so nice. I just had the best time and I got to be on a show with the woman who the next Day one Portland's funniest comedian Oh wow Contest Caitlin Weyerhaeuser She's super funny She's gonna blow up For sure Yeah Ian Carmel and uh, Matt Brown Were all tweeting at her The next day Like my friend Just won She's so great <laughs> Yeah like, She's also my friend <laughs> <laughs> She's my friend too So that's Yeah I'm up to date now And that's then we fun. You and I went and saw Jackie Cation on Wednesday We did
1: It was so great She's the funniest And so great And she was very...
0: We met her and she was very nice and graciously took a photo with us. Oh. And we watched someone else hug her and she did not want that, but she (laughs) took it anyway, like a champion. (laughs) So you guys were fangirls? We fangirled a bit. I sure did. Big time. I was like, I love you.
1: (laughs) Bye. She she took it with grace.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Real grace. I did the same thing at Matt Bronger. I was just like, you're just great. And like, I'm so glad for you getting all this acting where he's like, oh, thank you so much. Like, thank you. Really, thank you.
1: Oh, that's very kind of you. Oh, thanks. I was like why is he Cage?
0: I only have like three different impressions I can do and that was the closest one.
1: Why am I being so mean to you today? This
0: is it's fun easy. for me. It's, it's easy. When we bully each other we have our yeah. most fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so how was your week? My week was good. It's uh so the last little while has been like A lot of self-care Like I went camping And then I just got super sick Mm, You were so sick I was so sick And I hate summer cold so much Because you're just like It's nice when I can't do anything And when it's hot
0: it's worse Because you sweat And it's yucky Yeah so I just had
1: to like Sleep downstairs where it was cool Mm -hmm. You know But so I'm better Which is good Uh, Other like BC government watch update Uh, Lots lots of new government stuff So all of our jobs are different now Mm -hmm. And I don't know what's happening And then I'm Not going to be able to talk about work ever again on this podcast, basically. Yeah, pretty much. That's kind of the pin in that. I'm worried that, like, someone's going to scour this podcast for all of the, like, Dumb shit that I talk about. <laughs>
0: yeah, so we'll have to be good from now on. I don't know. We never said anything terrible.
1: No, but just like I get, like people do acid in their twenties. That's fine. <laughs> that's true. Everybody does. That. Everybody Come does on. that. It's fine. <laughs> lots of. People, I don't do it anymore. <laughs> lots of people have
0: risen to prominence in even politics, being like, I used to be addicted to things. Yeah. Some people are addicted while they're even in public office. Totally. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You don't do acid.
1: No. So. That's just, I'm gonna feel like I need to check myself a little bit more You don't wanna wreck yourself God I goodness. certainly do not wanna wreck myself
0: That God better laugh than I expected <laughs> <laughs>
1: so very, thank you. Karina's very generous Very
0: generous with her laughter don't um,
1: do that. But yeah, so then, this week was good, I just like Basically had, it was one of those rainy summer days, so you could just, like, I just stayed in bed, like, all day and read a book. Nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. was nice. Delightful. And then I went out with some friends, and just had so much girl time. So mm. much girl time this week. We love girl time. It was yeah. nice. So we went over to a friend's house, and she had all these shoes that she was giving away. Shit. And all of us had the same size feet, which never happens. What? Little <laughs> munchkin feet. Yeah, everyone had size six feet, which oh was awesome. a dainty little feet. <laughs> and so I tried on these, like, black, like... Fuck off! Like SM kind of pumps, and they fit perfectly, and they're they actually Rihanna like, shoes for sure. They're like they're really well made too, so they're actually so comfortable. They're attractive shoes, so I can walk in them really well, and they fit me like a glove. And everyone there was like, "Oh my god, it's perfect!" You're yeah, like, it to
0: my nose if you wear
1: those. I know. That's <laughs> <laughs> exciting. I like was wearing them and bent to give my friend Renee like I had to bend down to hug a person. It's like <gasps> oh, that only wow. happens with children. <laughs>
0: like wow, this is what power feels yeah. like.
1: So then I went to I went to What's Up Hot Dog with our friend. Past guest Allison and I was bragging about how like I'm so good, my shoes fit so perfectly, and then I fucking took took a a, bill. I was walking and the spear of the stiletto hit a pickle. (laughs) Wait, okay.
0: This is really important. This is important. Was it was it a full pickle? A spear or a bread and butter it slice. It was like
1: a slice one. That's the funniest <laughs> yeah. one. That's
0: the funniest one. It yeah. would have been funny if it was like a full pickle and you pierced it, <laughs> but I think slipping on one one, one slippery pickle, pickle slice. slice feels like it's at a SpongeBob. And
1: I went down. Check out my bruise. <gasps> Christina! That's gross. Oh, that's so undignified. <laughs> it's really funny, Aww. though. <laughs> Sorry I know, Aww. that's why I wanted to tell it to
0: you On the podcast, I yeah. did not know about I fell down before. and bashed
1: bashed my arm
0: On a stool? Or? On a stool, it yeah It looks like a stool hit you Yeah. If I were the medical examiner That's what I would <laughs> think
1: force trauma Yes, to her to tit th- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say where it was <laughs> Oh, but
0: you held it up I was looking at it I thought what, everyone was else was Was there an see? audience
1: as well? Uh, so the two wait staff were just like Oh my god, are you okay? Like, don't, like don't, don't okay, do like, okay, I'm a- I'm fine <laughs> I was actually totally fine because okay. I just I landed on my voluptuous bottom, and so I was just totally fine. And apparently nobody else saw. Oh, good! Like what? it was like I just vanished for a moment and then like reappeared and then I like.
0: <laughs> Mr. Beamed it on out of yeah, there. Yeah, then
1: I just like kept walking to the bathroom and like had a cry in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. But it just felt like such like. Karmic retribution I'm just like I'm so good This is great
0: Like just taking you Down a pig The universe is like Not no. so fast And they didn't give you Like a frozen
1: wiener For your armpit or
0: anything <laughs> Hey their, their wieners Are fresh, fresh. <laughs> Oh okay sorry
1: I could have asked For probably like Some ice so, or something I just didn't think I didn't think about that Like I didn't feel that at all And then this morning I was just like Ugh. So that was yesterday Aye.
0: Aye. <laughs> Why did you suddenly Become Cajun Aye. Okay, suddenly that made me think of that Kia commercial where the guy down south takes the Goths for a ride through the bayou. You never seen that? No, no. Didn't have the the cables. Yeah. Aye. They get some
1: hollering along. Mm -hmm. Made
0: me want to drive a Kia. No, (laughs) I (laughs) didn't.
1: Then, yeah, had brunch with some girls as well Mm -hmm. with Madison and um, Allison, yes. yes. And we figured out, like, it's just an ongoing topic of conversation. I've noticed that, like, I think we may have even talked about it before, when it's like someone compliments you on some clothes or an accessory, you're just like, oh yeah, it was this cheap or whatever. Yeah, you gotta tell them how little Little, it costs. How little it costs. And so we're just like, the men in our lives don't really understand. They're like, oh, are you trying to like prove that you don't spend too much money on your clothes or whatever? It's like, no, no, no. It's like a pride thing. I got a deal. I scored this sweet deal. It's like, oh, beautiful necklace. Is that crystal? I'm like, no, it's plastic and it was $2. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's my favorite
0: I have one really expensive piece of jewelry And I never fucking wear it Because it doesn't look like it costs a lot of money So it's like, why did I even get this? It's beautiful, but
1: <laughs> Is that from your wedding?
0: I bought it after I bought it on the honeymoon oh, okay. It's from Hawaii It costs like $400 wow. It has a piece of mother of It's a necklace right. It has a piece of mother of pearl Um Like it's like from a gaming tile from like the eighteenth century. So that's that's why I got it is because I am such like a history yen, and so it's like from um, it originates from China, but it was like an aristocrat in like Austria or something Mm. that belonged to. So I was like, I really want that. It's a nice little piece. It's got some pieces of inlaid turquoise, and it's all solid silver. But it's also like, why did I spend four hundred dollars on a necklace I don't wear? It
1: was just like you should wear it. I should. It'll match your hair now. This is true. Yeah, Ooh. it
0: used to offset it quite nicely, but I was always afraid I would like drop spaghetti sauce on the little piece of like tile because it's like mother of pearl. But like, it'll stain. But. <laughs> That's why I don't buy nice things That's why I buy things <laughs> that cost $2 And then I get to be like I'm proud of it And then I don't don't cry When it's broken
1: Right <laughs> When yes. you sit on your sunglasses This yeah. was free Excellent was free? I Was that in a box Did yeah. you really?
0: I did That's yeah. adorable On campus,
1: yeah. on campus Yep which, free
0: Free box That's great Yeah <laughs> There's never anything good In the free box at SFU Well yeah. A lot of VHS's For some VHS. reason VHS <laughs> People still have those? Well, no, because they it to the free box <laughs> yeah, exactly The free box has many <gasps> The flea market has many, actually oh, mm-hmm. yeah. That's where Tessa was going after I dropped her off she's, go. going to the, she's really decked out She's dressed up super nice I'm like, you're, you're a, little, like- a little overdressed for the, uh, for the flea market, my darling <laughs> Someone might try to buy you oh, Because <laughs> you're priceless Oh, I didn't oh. mean like in a bad way But no. <laughs> right in a nice way Like she's a precious jewel. Aww. Aww. Gross <laughs> Gay <Yeah. laughs> gross. Yeah. It is both of those things It's both gross and gay Well Karina how was your week? Oh my mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's take a big old swig Sorry Yeah actually it was um, uh, It was actually a heavy week Uh-oh. Um, So sorry to put like the downer on The conversation But um uh, yeah, I actually saw Chris at a uh-huh. Celebration of Life on Friday um, for a really well-known, well-loved um, community activist in the mm-hmm. downtown east side and just uh, has been a really, really strong advocate for harm reduction um, for people in the downtown east side, for Indigenous peoples, for Indigenous mm-hmm. women. Um, she's, yeah, just a really well-loved person. She sat on, like, a city council. Mm-hmm. She. Um, was the president of the Western Aboriginal Harm Reduction Society for the last few years. Um, I've known her
1: through some of our work as well um, with the Gender and Sexual Health Initiative. Mm-hmm. She um, used to make awesome bannock, and she would yeah. like phone in the morning and be like, "I'm taking orders," and then she'd like bring delicious bannock and Aww, to our totally. office. So so good.
0: Yeah, so mm-hmm. she would go around with her cart selling bannock most of the time on Hastings, oh, and lovely. so yeah, and I'd get her to come cater. Um, some banished to use different events as well, and I uh, had just invited her to an overdose prevention, an overdose awareness day um, event that we were putting on at Pender Clinic in mm-hmm. relation with a bunch of community uh, groups like Culture Saves Lives. So uh, it's just, it's just been really devastating because she's such a community leader and mm-hmm. so well loved, um, but also like this is exactly. The kind of thing that she was fighting against, like yeah. people dying from fentanyl overdose. So yeah,
1: oh, so really tough
0: it was super tough. The celebration a,
1: of life was yeah, impressive. Very, very, very well attended. They like very well Latham attended. Hammer Park like
0: yeah, maybe like <coughs> three hundred people. I don't know. Wow. And I I think it was well organized too. I think they probably had some funding, some help from maybe the city, mm-hmm. maybe the Center for Excellence where uh, Chris and I used to work. Um, but yeah, just lots of, um, yeah, just lots of people sharing. And then I went and hung out at Vandu afterwards Mm. to, to see how people were doing. And let's see, Vancouver, Vancouver area network of drug users. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which also houses wars, the Western Aboriginal Harm Reduction Society. So people were pretty upset, pretty down. Mm -hmm. Um, but they were also there for each other.
1: And uh, it was cool to just sit around and have conversations Uh, There was lots and lots of people being like, um, you know, we're going to carry her work forward Mm -hmm. a lot. So it was like it felt like a very positive thing. Like, okay, like you can see how much change just one person can affect. Mm -hmm. Like just this one woman just by like making all these amazing connections with people like really changed a lot of stuff. She like demanded a seat at the table a lot and like got things done. And they were like, well, if one person can do that, what if we all work together to do that? Mm -hmm. Like we can get a lot of stuff done, so it felt positive in it, that way, which is nice. It <laughs> felt
0: amazing. Yeah, I think <laughs> some of the common themes in terms of what people shared was like we're surprised at the amount of people here, but not surprised yeah. because she just like everyone I know from the downtown east side who does work in the downtown east side was there, and so it was, it was incredible to just see all those people and be reminded what it, you know community yeah. feels like. Grief can be an incredible catalyst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. Like, that's terrible that she's that she's no longer with us. Mm-hmm. But. Obviously had an incredible impact on the community Yeah, and actually pretty impressive Because I had, hadn't had spoken to my family for, for like the week I usually connect with them on the weekend But I was just super grieving. I was actually quite sad um, Mm -hmm. um, the whole week. And uh, so I texted them yesterday being like, sorry, I haven't been around. This is what happened. Mm -hmm. And my mom texted back. She's like, was it Tracy Morrison? I'm like, my mother's in Ottawa and Mm -hmm. like not necessarily connected to like harm reduction world or downtown Eastside. And I'm like, holy crap, like the story has made it all the way there. Wow. So that was pretty impressive to hear and also quite heartwarming. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was that was part of my week. <laughs> that was a big part of my week. Well, that's rough. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know, this is this is the part of the work that I do uh, in the downtown east side. We've lost uh, a lot of people over a short period of time. Um, hopefully, someone. Hopefully, government. <laughs> hopefully, somebody <laughs> pushes to see some changes happen. Yeah. Sooner than later. Yeah. Um, yeah, one good bit of news out of uh, provincial politics this week is that they've raised the rates of disability yes. and uh, and
1: Woohoo. social assistance. Social assistance, yeah,
0: by a hundred dollars a month, which yeah. like that's significant. It's Just, not enough, but it's yeah. a great start. It's a great yeah. start,
1: and it's like they've been government for like three days. Yeah, so it's a nice thing to see. Right like, away, that was that
0: was honestly the most important thing I think is that, yeah. and that's that means people can. Like basically double their monthly food budget. Yeah, essentially, yeah, exactly, which is great because the the twenty one dollars a week for food is is ridiculous. No one can live on that like, not for long anyway. Mm-hmm. So like to be able to double that basically, pretty yeah. sweet. And yeah. saying
1: that that's like it's the first very like first step, yeah. and more is coming, which yeah. is very exciting. Yeah, that's so. um. It was... We now have a Minister of Social Development and Poverty Reduction. Yes. Hell yeah. So named. Like, that feels pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. And it happens to be my MLA, which is very cool. So That's like, really hey, rad. Hooray. Yeah. Yeah. Representing. Yeah. So super hopeful.
0: Nice. Yeah, there's... the Things have been... Sad and like bittersweet, I guess is the mm-hmm. word for that. That's the word that was invented to describe that. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah,
1: yeah, so I was like at the memorial and people were coming up to me like, "Congratulations! You must be so excited!" I'm it's like, "We're at a memorial." Yeah, but yeah. it's like yes, but also this, and yeah, it was a weird, weird day. It's multifaceted. You um, might say. yeah, <laughs> complicated. Yeah, complex.
0: Yeah, totally. many, many structures at play there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it a, was. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, and at the same time, like when we were put it trying to organize this event and we have you know the Canadian Association of People Who Use Drugs and and Wars and Van Due there and we were asking okay do we invite any MLAs do we invite any government officials and they were super apprehensive and hesitant they're like we 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 are the ones that have always gotten things to change to to move things forward mm-hmm. so I'm not sure why they need to be there <laughs> um, That's fair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so but I'm sure you know some financial support and Moving some things forward would be great. Yeah, there's a lot of,
1: like, repair uh, to relationships that needs to happen exactly. as well between government and just, like, the general populace to be like, look, uh-huh. we actually are listening to you and care about things and let's do some good stuff. And Please. so it might have to just be, like, a little more hands-off, like, we don't immediately get to get invited to everything now. It's like, no, prove yourself first. Yes, firstly. exactly. Earn some trust. Which, Yeah. yeah. Which is totally fine and how it should be. Uh uh (laughs) Like the people that are experts in their own lives are the ones who should dictate like who has access to them, and that's important.
0: Absolutely, yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. That's good.
0: Yeah, no, it's just such a good it's a good thing and it's you know, every economic model suggests pretty well not every economic model, the ones that are very capitalist are obviously not in favor of that, but like (laughs) but like what stimulates the economy more than giving the very poorest more money to work with. Like they will spend it on consumer goods and in food and in yeah, and things that are highly taxed as well. Like that money goes immediately right back into the community, doesn't get hoarded, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's used for things, for life and and that is what gets it, That's what gets it all going It's mm-hmm. what keeps mm-hmm. the trains running You know It's not The gravy it's train? It's not Yeah the gravy train It's not you know Scrooge McDuck Swimming in his <laughs> big McDuck. Building full of coins Yeah <laughs> That's not That's not a good economy That's not a healthy economy That's a sort really crazy insane. duck
1: <laughs> Who like I never understood Why is he Scottish? <laughs> Because it's Why a stereotype indeed? about penny pinching. Oh. oh, never knew that. Really? Yeah, no. Well, yeah, because Scottish sp- people are notoriously cheap, as like a stereotype. But do so. they hoard gold? Sure. <laughs> <throughout> <laughs> sure. that's Scrooge McDuck. Scourge McDick, more like And, like, I never understood how he could dive into a thing of coins Without just, like, hitting the coins Like, he could dive, like, fully into them He'd have like... to have some
0: sort of system blowing air through the coins So that it flowed, or like, Or if they were liquids. all in
1: jello or something like that Or in some kind of a suspended liquid somehow yeah, But even if it was
0: water, yeah, you wouldn't be He'd be fucked He'd be straight fucked if he tried to flip into some coins <laughs> Yeah, but he's a duck <laughs> He's a duck, he'd die He's a small, a small waterfowl Maybe it's so just bad. those like grade E chocolate gold covered coins. But even that would like solidify. They just like create the stratification that just is very stable. You could walk across it. You can't swim These in it. Are the mysteries of life? He's Sorry. opposite of Jesus. <laughs> he can <laughs> swim through a solid as opposed to standing in a liquid. <laughs> <laughs> this is my theory. Oh, oh God! He's the Antichrist. I heard.
1: Oh I heard a theory about. Water consciousness <laughs> Water oh consciousness And it's from From someone that likes To do oh, Reiki yeah, okay. So that's yeah. like yeah. The ah! thing that we like To mock relentlessly It's like I'm so I've been so like Oh tarot and astrology And it's so great And then I'm like Reiki's bullshit <laughs> Wait <laughs> how like, are those ones Valid but Reiki isn't Okay cool. My My system My system Our is extremely system is not good yeah. <laughs> It's not good It's not good No
0: We do not have a leg To stand on <laughs> yeah, my, And yet we hop around On it all the
1: time Yeah it's I do not I'm not internally <laughs> consistent Whatsoever Not even slightly But it was an interesting theory about like, okay, you know that water experiment where it's like, they took bottles of water, and then they wrote the word hate on one, oh, and the word right. love on the other, and then sure. you study the crystal patterns that they froze, and the hate one was all fractured, and the love one was all perfect, or something. Totally. So words have power, and water has consciousness and memory, right? Go with me. <laughs> So then, if our bodies are made up of water, then, like, the words that we say to each other really make a difference and can, like, actually change our molecules or whatever. But then this person was like, Whoa. Was like uh, but what if, like, water is actually consciousness and we're made up mostly of water and then when we die, all the water leaves our bodies, which is why if you just, like, are out in the elements, you just, like, mummify because all the water Leaves your body but, but are you Are you also saying That
0: consciousness My water consciousness Is leaving me Every time I pee Yeah Like, like it's, it's like, just totally You ever it's been really confused <laughs> After taking a big <laughs> <laughs> It's or
1: just like bat. It just like Flows through you And so we're all connected It's like the collective Unconscious Because it's all water So we're constantly uh, Taking it in And sharing it around and That's too deep So we it. have to So the, this one woman Was like That's why I do Reiki In the shower <laughs> To like really affect Like or like you like pray to water And stuff I don't know it really Wait a second I thought Reiki was often done with another
0: Person so is she talking about She does Reiki on herself yeah Okay. I thought you were talking about some sort of sexy Just manipulating the fields. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what all Reiki times feel like to me. No. I'm okay. kidding. I'm kidding. I would get Reiki if it was free. If somebody was, like, not at a bus stop. <laughs> I was going to say, there's lots bus of people that'll do Reiki for free on you. No, I, I want, like, a, like, if it was a real Reiki session. But then again, I just kind of like it when people are just gentle with me for a long period of time. Yeah, That's a nice feeling. Just murmuring over you quietly. I mean, that's, I pretty much just get that for free from YouTube in the form of ASMR videos. <laughs> See, which, many of them are Reiki videos. Oh, yeah. so That's not where I thought you were going with the water consciousness I thought you were going to talk about, like, things that I've actually heard as valid In terms of, like, the water having a spirit Or, like, the river having a spirit Mm. And being respectful of that And not, like, throwing rocks at it But, no, this is, like, the hippy-dippy white people interpretation (laughs) Gotcha Yeah, where we
1: make it way worse (laughs) Yeah, like, I have, like, mad respect for Mother Ocean, man She's tight as fuck, yo
0: <laughs> But not your internal mother ocean I don't
1: know, It's I definitely, you know I'm a big fan of the like, well During the full moon, because we're mostly water We're getting pulled by like, the moon and, the, and So I actually like that, but not the other thing I guess I'm full of shit is what I'm trying to gotcha.
0: say <laughs> I still try to write a fucking joke about um, About how Like, women get crapped on for Astrology and tarot and stuff, but Like, architecture is one of the most Masculine fields in the world and they're too afraid to put a 13th floor in their buildings. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. My building does not have a 13th floor. There are 22 floors. There's no 13th. It goes from 12 to 14. Everybody on 14th floor knows know. who they really are. <laughs> I <don't> know. You <laughs> know? Really I'm are. really on the 15th floor. That kind of stuff. But, like, yeah, they, they, won't, they will not They build... A pl- I'm like, come on. Aren't there, like, dead bodies buried in the foundations all the time? Like, aren't new buildings going to be so super haunted because of all, like, the, the mob bodies that are in the foundations? What?! All those I watch a lot of TV. <laughs> I don't actually know if that happens in real life, but we don't know because we're like not breaking a, apart old foundations yeah, on the like
1: place or we're not trying to dispose of bodies a lot, so we don't know where people usually Speak do it. Speak for
0: yourself. <laughs> not me. Oh, you've never tried to dispose of a body. Um, uh, not today. Not today. Yeah. Well, you know, every day's different. Produce day a new day. Your eyes just went really yeah, I saw wild. That. I saw that. <laughs> oh no! It was deliberate. Oh, I'm a it, werewolf. What if
1: it turns out you're actually a serial killer and you've been duping us the whole time? But I'm so nice. That's just and your you tell facade. funny jokes.
0: True. Yeah, they'd be like, "We really did. We really didn't see it coming <laughs> at all. Big surprise." <laughs>
1: mm. You're yeah. just the best actor in the world.
0: Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Like I've actually been Daniel Day Lewis the entire time. Just like peel myself off.
1: Method. I
0: think there's a terrible Nicolas Cage movie with that. Face off. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know. You just know. Only takes his face off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I think it was called Face Off. <laughs> it's that's legitimately one of my favorite action movies. Oh it's, my god. It's so bad, but so it's John Woo. It's John Woo. <laughs> John Woo, oh, my so you know that there's a John. There's a John Woo movies will always have slow motion doves, usually in a church if he can get away with it. There's always going to be a scene like Tarantino always has a scene where three people are each pointing a gun at each other. It's called a Mexican standoff. I feel like that's probably offensive somehow, but that's what it's called. There's always that. Yeah, I love Face Off. It's so ridiculous. We're gonna take his face off. <laughs> A, and when they say that in the movie I'm like That's what the movie's called <laughs> It's really deep It's so deep I, I prefer Wild at Heart In terms of a Nicolas Cage film Oh that's a good one It's I probably don't... the only Nicolas Cage film That I'd be willing to City watch City of Raising Angels Raising Arizona I haven't seen either of those mm. Racing Arizona Is widely regarded As like an early good film That he was in It's a Coen Brothers movie From the 80s It's mm. pretty funny It's pretty good
1: mm-hmm. City of Angels Just has that good good Goo Goo doll song in it Oh Mm-hmm. Is that one?
0: No. That's no. that. No, it's, that. I don't no, it's want the Iris. To see me. Yeah. Yeah. My nephew. Yeah, excuse is, me. It's Iris. Wait, my wait. nephew is named after uh, his character in that film.
1: What? Seth. Oh.
0: Yeah. He's named after. Like that not
1: named after an actual biblical person, Seth. But no, it's like a... I like
0: that name in this movie, so let's name our kid that name. But in fairness, they'd been expecting a girl the whole time, oh. and the baby was born. They're like, oh, we, we think this one's probably a boy. Uh, we're willing to be told we're wrong later, but for now, uh, let's give. This child Not Chloe As a name <laughs> <laughs> so they just really like Just reached into the bag And were like Seth <laughs> So my nephew Is technically named after Nicolas Cage Oh my god Cute Cute
1: <laughs> he's,
0: Yeah he's a scary man though Nicolas Cage He is a scary man He likes to collect Dinosaur skulls Seriously He's not good can with you do his that? money He's not good with his money can, I, can you do that I don't know If you're Nicolas Cage You can apparently okay, so <laughs> Would you try to tell him no? Uh, I don't think I would ever be able to get close enough to, to say such a thing, but... Yeah. yeah. You'd be
1: like, who the fuck are you and why are you telling me what I can do with my dinosaur skull? <laughs> <laughs> hey, in this fantasy we have more power than we do. <laughs> hey, Nicholas, you time. I'm the, the, time I'm the trusted me? advisor of Nicholas Cage in my fantasies. <laughs> like, are they just all mounted on walls
0: and... Well, oh, I haven't been to his house recently, oh, okay. so I'm not sure what his, <laughs> <laughs> what his display <laughs> protocol is. No, I just seem to recall that he had a cave God. bear skull that... Accidentally got broken or something And he got really mad about it Or like somebody came to his house And broke his cave bear skull And it was a situation Because it was worth like $300,000 or something (sighs) I guess that happens He's not so a smart, smart, smart man lives. And that's why he does A lot of bad movies Is because he has A really bad spending habit And has to pay off His dinosaur skulls So that's why he's in The Witcher Or whatever the fuck So he's mean. legitimately Not smart Like Oh no <laughs> Oh no 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 <laughs> okay. No 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 He named his son Kalil after Superman Why do I know so much About Nicholas yeah, yeah why do you, to you know so much power <laughs> I, I have like an Eidetic memory for trivia Oh okay It's frustrating
1: Yeah Welcome to our new podcast Cage match <laughs> <It's almost laughs> <laughs> Cage match Cage. That's great That's great <laughs> We should do it that, No, no.
0: <laughs> Then we have to watch So many C-
1: Nicholas Cage I don't movies. want to do that No no, wants not about that
0: kind of time No, no. Chris, Chris Katami Who I was telling you About one of the comics in, in Portland That I know Who's a super lovely dude He has several podcasts And one of them is called uh, Reboot, Reuse, Recycle And oh. so they watch Reboot movies And discuss <laughs> them basically But this weekend He had to watch Four Lindsay Lohan reboots uh, He had to watch nice. Freaky Friday Herbie Fully Loaded Uh uh, the twins one where they what is the twins one? Parent uh, trap, parent trap, and then some other one. I know who killed me. I think was the name mm. of the movie. So they had to watch these four movies over one weekend and then talk about it. I was like, oh, I don't want to do that. That's a lot of work. I like this podcast where I don't have to do fucking homework for it. Yeah, and it shows. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to say you guys have done your pop
1: culture homework I certainly don't know all these films I I agree and I only said that to be mean (laughs) I'm so sorry (laughs) That actually when it came out of me I actually felt really bad (laughs) Sorry
0: about that Feels Chris is a Cunt Is that what
1: that says? Just a beautiful beautiful
0: cursive Real cursive
1: Beautiful. Oh my goodness Should we take a break? And then 69 Let's go rip on some kombucha we're back.
0: Hello. Hello. Off mic, <laughs> I was just recommending that everybody check out the web series called The Wondrous Life of Caleb Gallo. Wondrous gay life of Caleb Gallo. Ah. A very funny, queer show. So watch it. Or don't. Do whatever you want. <laughs> Katie's not the boss of me. I'm not the boss of anybody, but it is a firm suggestion. It won't take too much of your time. <laughs> Maybe 90 minutes altogether There's no murdering in it, right? Oh, gosh, no okay. Nothing terrible happens at all <laughs> Are you, <laughs> you a, are you a squeamish?
1: <laughs> you uh, yeah you? Oh, I, it's not I, like that can, It's I just silly it.
0: It's just silly Like, at worst There's like two minutes of second-hand embarrassment In the whole series Second-hand embarrassment Okay yeah, yeah, there's Nobody gets physically wounded at any point Excellent It's, yeah. it's quite silly Yeah, no, I, I find that there's enough... Stuff in the real world that I, I can't handle a lot of. Uh, yeah, could you imagine somebody would be like, "You should watch The Wire." You're like, "I like to be alive. Like, I don't. <laughs> I, like be- I like to get a break really from time though, to time." So someone
1: seemed to have liked it. It was great. I definitely watched it before I started working in the downtown. Yeah, right. okay. for people who like work
0: in an office job or something, they'd be mm-hmm. like, "Wow, this is like the real world. It's like gritty." But if they actually live in it, they wouldn't use it as entertainment. Yeah, no, it's not. Entertainment. Yeah,
1: I remember someone like recommended to me some kind of, like, first responder, like, ambulance show, I was like, no, that's yeah, that's what I'm trying to not do on my time off, like, no, no, thank you. Yeah, no, no,
0: that's a lot of my time, actually, um, yeah, just in terms of (laughs) my, right now, I think a lot of my time is just trying to find ways to, like, navigate with humor, like, the amount of, crystal meth induced psychosis I have to deal with on a regular basis with my clients oh, Jesus Christ, that's the worst kind of psychosis <laughs> it's, it's a lot of people um, unfortunately, and uh, often with the same stories, you know, it's women who have been, have dealt with a lot of violence, uh-huh. I won't go into graphic details but, um that ends up being the drug of choice to just get them through the day. Yeah, because it helps, you, depression, stay. It helps to you stay
1: awake so that stay
0: awake. you don't have nightmares. Have the
1: nightmares. Yeah. yeah,
0: but it does wicked things to your brain. <laughs> um, so yeah, just lots of conversations around people on the roof or cameras in the walls or... Which is, which is really interesting coming from the Rainier because it's it's just, like, a really old building that could not afford any kind of camera <laughs> in rooms and what have you. So, like, there's no way we yeah, have that we kind of money, d- but thanks. We don't have funding for that. <laughs> we don't have the funding to be what you are inventing <laughs> paranoidly. <laughs> yeah. Trust me.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we, there
0: are no resources for that kind of spying. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, so that's... Uh, yeah, I have enough of that kind of... Business on my regular day. I don't need to watch shows and movies about it. No, Um, no. I I hear enough horror stories. No Breaking Bad for you. No, I've seen probably one episode. You're like I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm done. I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) I don't. I don't even work in those kinds of situations. But I can't watch that stuff. Like I just that's not entertaining to me. Mm -hmm. Like it's even if it's legacy brilliant television. I'm just kind of like. I need mean, it to not make me feel
1: horrible after.
0: Like, I'll watch things that are violent or scary or weird, but it has to be like part of some sort of fantastical narrative that doesn't really look so much like regular life. Yeah, and then
1: something that's redemptive in the end a little is bit. That, too. Is that Game of Thrones?
0: No I don't watch that It's too violent It's way too violent No the, the, the dumbest I
1: love it The dumbest I love it
0: Most aggressive show I watch is The Blacklist It's not good And I don't recommend it to people And so oh, I don't have okay. conversations with people about it <laughs> I, Except on this podcast where I'm like Love The Blacklist It's not good Dude. So I really like James Spader Even though I shouldn't the only part of Game of Thrones I've ever watched involved a rape scene, and I just I'm like, no, oh, no, we did, we did, I'm no, good. thank you, none of that, <laughs> no, there's so much, there's a ton of murdering in the blacklist, but there's l- very little sexual assault of any kind, so I was like, it's okay, <laughs> it's just they just murder people, yeah,
1: I still, I still like Game of Thrones, it's back, everybody, it is, you hear, I did know that, I did know that, yeah, I was just
0: trying to think like, oh, I guess Preacher's a pretty violent show I watch, but again, it's like about like. A spirit that escaped heaven Is causing havoc on earth Like it's weird It's And like if something happens It happens to everybody Like a town explodes Or something Like It blows up because of all of The cow shit That's like being what? Pumped underground Yeah it's like methane <laughs> Blows up a whole town In Preacher's Spoiler alert First wild. season yeah. It's over Yeah But I, I probably could use A bit more fantasy in my life I feel yeah. like I do spend a lot of my time thinking about work, reading for work, doing work, writing about work. Uh-huh. Um, oh, which is the most recent Gabor Mate artist. <laughs> <laughs> <Cha-cha-cha. laughs> <laughs> Actually that's how you talk. I recently discovered Gabor Mate goes to the same Van City I do. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like staring at him. Socially like cautious banking. It's very important, everyone. I also bank with Van City. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Yay. Can we get them as a sponsor? <laughs> I could ask. I mean, call Vansity. <laughs> I mean, Amazing. that's
1: not—it's uh, not, not the, out the most the outlandish. They fund a lot of shit. <laughs> they
0: fund a lot of pointless shit, so they could give us some yeah, money community, too. small Come. grant, sure, why not?
1: Yeah, please, give me a free yeah. checking account with money in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's not a tall
0: order at all. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think like um, like good escapist stuff is so important. If you've mm-hmm. never seen, have you ever seen Gallivant?
1: <laughs> Gallivant? Do you like musicals? Do you <laughs>
0: I do like musicals, yeah. Okay, then it's, it, it, if you like like musicals that don't take themselves very seriously, I yep. think it's on YouTube. Or not YouTube, I think it's on um, Netflix. Netflix. Netflix So It's just two seasons okay. of a show that is basically like a medieval musical that what? is made up of people where they're constantly breaking the fourth wall, and it's so strange. <laughs> and Rutger Hauer shows up for part of it, which is like so silly. And yeah, it's like sexy people singing dumb songs. And sexy people. Yeah. Just hot folks. Just running around. They're like them. sexy medieval outfits because I feel sure. like those are pretty modest for the most part. I there's like there's like a little decollete and like sometimes you <laughs> see someone with their shirt off, like dude ch- dude chest. There's a oh. scene where they go to the the gay bar in the uh, in the woods, the enchanted forest. <laughs> so it's, My uncle went into the enchanted forest and he never came out again. Oh here he is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this felt like home to me. It's at a gay bar that's like Cute. run by Kylie Minogue. <laughs> what? As like the forest witch or something oh, like that. Neat. Yeah. Okay, this sounds entertaining. For it's sure. very dumb and if you if Like, I've had a terrible day and I don't want to see anything that even remotely resembles reality. (laughs) There's your choice. Nice, (laughs) nice, nice, nice.
1: Because I feel like, I don't know, we talk about self care stuff a lot on the podcast, and Mm. it's like, but just like the escapist stuff is actually like it can shut down your brain and it can actually just like cool you off a little bit. Mm -hmm. I sometimes feel when I'm like in a real rut of like thinking, it's like it's almost like the wheels are turning so fast that it's like it's hot Mm -hmm. and like. You need to, like, stop that sometimes, and it's okay to, like, watch cute videos of animals. It's not just pointless. It actually helps. Yeah. Like, (laughs) physically. Like, actually. I like those McElroy
0: boys so much, Mm -hmm. because they're just silly and stupid and weird and fun. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I need probably more of that in my life, then. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It it's great for your mental health. Quite honestly, sources say. Yeah, sources say it's very like when you do work. This is going to sound very silly. But when you do work that is actually important, like I like to say, like I do very important, work actually important. Because like, because <laughs> that's like a joke. Is like, oh, I do very. I, like, I'm an artist. I do very important work. Mm-hmm. And so it's like what I like to like pretend to do or whatever. But I occasionally do work that is important inside of my job. But when you do like very important stuff day to day, where it involves dealing with people in crisis constantly. You really need to like spend a lot of time not doing that stuff,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is terrible because you get the motivation to do it. And you you are doing it, and then you have the um, the momentum of doing it. So then you keep doing it, and like oh, I'll just read a little bit of my time off about the work that I do. It's like no. <laughs>
1: no there are diminishing
0: yeah. returns in that like you really can't totally. you I think to. that's exactly something that I had read this week and it just like <laughs> sent me back like I know that but like the amount of times I read it I'm like all oh, right. right like my productivity and my capacity to be with people in like a present mindful thoughtful way will actually diminish and has been Yeah. Um, especially this week when I was grieving like I was so incapable of like mm-hmm. being there for the people in a good way and thankfully though like one of my worst days like I ended up getting into arguments with colleagues and I'm like I am useless I'm so glad I did not see any clients today and have a day off tomorrow, which mm-hmm. was lovely. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just, just sucked. Yeah. Like I, um, I lost my train of thought. I just, I think I've used vices a lot in the mm-hmm. past, um, for escapism. Yeah, And, uh, I think I'm currently using writing as like escapism, but it's like writing and But still into the realm of like my work related topics. Yeah, he's like, oh, but I'm doing something. Uh, But it doesn't feel like it's important. I'm like, I'm just sitting there looking at a screen. But you're still doing work. Still doing work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's yeah. It's hard to avoid. Oh, I can understand the whole like conflating your productivity with your value. Oh, absolutely It's a problem Yeah, yeah, yeah You're like, not me <laughs> <laughs> I am very dedicated to my work And I'm you are, pretty but tied you, into it but, but you don't necessarily have the same sort of pathological Like, my work is my value But mm. you do work very hard mm-hmm. This is true Yeah. Granted, this is probably the first time I'm working in a job where I actually feel energized Good parts of the time as well Like, I like my job so much That I good. feel good at the end of the day nice. I'm happy to go to work usually it's been jobs where i'm sitting at desks writing shit
1: and being and feeling like this is not important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is... Cuz yeah, you did a lot of writing like before i met you and like you came on and signed on to a research project as like she's a prolific writer has done like tons of like oh, God, academic yeah. writing basically. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, well, i had done i had done lots and lots of research before working this particular um, job in the downtown east side. Um, i've been doing different things in the downtown east side but to like actually do the job that i want to do has mm-hmm. been a short period of my career Mm -hmm. Um, so I I don't want to give that up but like it's you
1: kind of went like a different like almost an opposite direction of a lot of academic people that I know where you start and it's like oh I did some frontline stuff and then I get farther and farther and farther and farther away as I like write more and I research more and then I'm running a research project and I'm and then you kind of lose touch maybe with some of the folks that you you were working with originally Become Gwen. You become king. You, become G- you know.
0: It's funny because as you're describing that, there's like all these people going on in my head, being like, "Yeah, that person, that person." Yeah, that I knew, person, I
1: knew who person. I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh,
0: we were talking the about the same shame. person. I don't uh-huh. know. The secret shame. We are.
1: Write the name down. <laughs> <I'm just
0: sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> oh my god. We're doing it. I love. I love when this happens on a podcast, and I don't get to hear about right? it. It's okay. so frustrating. No, <laughs> don't don't oh yeah, yeah. Read right. it out loud. <laughs> Sorry, that Sorry. person also work at SFU. No. Oh, okay. I just know somebody with the same name who is who is well regarded as like a pain. But but she's she's not the only one, right? No, and no, like no. I think for me, it's it's always felt like <laughs> I was I had one foot kind of doing direct service and one foot doing kind of research and academic-y things, but always feeling like I, I just want to be with the people and I want to be spend most of my time doing that, um, and so it's gone taken quite some time to to get here but it yeah it's there's there's some value (laughs) in
1: writing things (laughs) because then you can share your ideas with people outside of our little bubble of community but okay so
0: here's the interesting thing what I discovered and why I think I I did the opposite path is that I I wrote so much and discovered that the more I wrote the more I felt like I was distancing myself from the very people I wanted to work with Mm -hmm. and the more I felt like I was going off into outer space in terms of theoretical land and just things that you can't actually put into practice, um, which is why I I made the switch and I'm like, okay, here's all these things I've written about. How the hell do I put this? To practice How do I put this on the ground How do I make it work For people Does does it even work
1: Yeah Do the the people That I'm writing about Actually want this idea That as well (laughs) Yeah so That's a good
0: question That was the other reason Why I needed to leave research I was sick and tired Of people coming up With projects Where they weren't Instigated by The people that were Mm -hmm. Supposed to be Targeted for the research
1: Yeah I've I've heard that From lots of folks Where it's like Okay so this idea Comes in it looks great On paper They get the Nice They get the, (laughs) the Funding Um, They put this like pilot project It doesn't work because they didn't actually consult The people that are using it so no one shows up And they're like okay well I guess we don't need any Interventions in this because obviously nobody Needs it no one's using it and it's like no, but what we actually want is like a health center, please, like just primary care. That would be great. And they're yeah. like, But you didn't want to come to like my art based methodology, like no offense. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah. <laughs> and whatnot. Or whatever. Like mm-hmm. or like my cool like workshop that I'm gonna do. But like nobody came but it was at like, you know, Four o'clock on a Wednesday Or like nobody's around Like they just don't Mm -hmm. take into Like some of those Practical considerations (laughs) Like yeah When are people getting checks When are people like
0: Going home usually Yeah Yeah. Yeah. When are people outside When are people inside Yeah Yeah, so
1: that's why Like I was so passionate About like program development In that like community based way Where it's like Hey what do you actually want to need? Okay, now how can we make, make that, that happen for you? Like, that to me is the most radical and awesome thing.
0: Or alternatively, someone from a community co- actually come up to you because they know that you've done interesting and successful work or however you define that and been like, hey, we want to do this. Can you help us out? Mm-hmm. Like, that is the kind of research that I'm interested in being part of if that comes down the line. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I just, I can't, can't <laughs> do that anymore.
1: <laughs> it's just,
0: it's, it's soul-sucking to feel like you're just a pawn in contributing to someone's padding of the resume. <laughs> wow. Yep. <laughs> yep. Sorry. That's real. That's, nope, real. that's super real. That's super real. I mean, I work in academia and there's still like that kind of stuff does play out a little bit mm-hmm. from time to time. So many weird like egos and s- sneaky things going on. And yeah, well, I was telling I think maybe I was telling you that I at one point I ran into some of the my research colleagues' friends, what have yous. Um Uh, at the celebration of life and they Mm -hmm. they started going off into like wild research terms things that I didn't know about Mm. like oh we're just talking about whatever whatever and I'm just like okay I'm just gonna back away (laughs) slowly (laughs) slowly. (laughs) here I need to go find a conversation with someone about like shit. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yeah, kind of. I've only just started breaking the habit of over academic speaking in mm-hmm. the last little while. Honestly, it's the podcast has this helped a lot because it's like I want to be able to be understood without having to explain myself a lot. And when I'm writing, I don't have to worry because I, I can just explain it. So it's like let's keep it simple.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And writing standup does that too, because oh, you like cut yeah. to shit. Yeah, cut the shit. That's Don't put because you only have five minutes. Or You only have seven minutes. So get out everything that isn't necessary. <laughs> two two good examples of being put called out or put into place in terms of your language. Yeah, is almost on a regular basis with my clients. Like every once in a while, I'll throw out a word not thinking about it, or I'll get to the end of a sentence and they're, and they're like, "I didn't understand anything you just said." And like, oh boy, yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you for your honesty. Let's try that again. <laughs> Um, or just with my, my counseling team, uh, last week I used the word passe, I didn't realize that was the word that nobody knew. Like, that, that idea is very passe? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, are you using French right now? I'm like, well, cause I do speak French, and I'm like, right. well, technically yes, but this is a borrowed It's colloquially and... used
1: in English, but, oh uh, my. yeah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I guess you
0: could say outdated. And which is what I changed it to. I'm like, so outdated. Yeah. Mm. But we were we we're because we wouldn't the, even think of that. Like that, that I just, just feels like it's part of like, the conversation. There are certain things that you when you say them, you know you're being an asshole. Yeah, that, that was funny, yeah, it was great. <laughs> well, I don't think passe is. I I'm definitely like the word praxis is a real dickhead word to mm-hmm. throw in there. I, I wanted to call this episode word. all praxis pass because <laughs> 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 we fight. We don't fight. We always are, are uh, not not arguing. We always just struggle over the episode title every time. So I'm just like, how can we put praxis in as a pun?
1: Yeah, great. <laughs> I love it. That works. Totally. I love bad puns and,
0: mm-hmm. and praxis. Yeah,
1: because
0: mm-hmm. it's like if your theory don't practice, you ain't got it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's the important thing.
1: Then it's just a nice idea,
0: and you that just, nobody
1: needs, or and you're one. just a
0: dick, mm-hmm. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> which you thumb up your butt. Well,
1: because like it's very hard when it's not based in reality. Like yeah, it's just like and then all these things, and it's like, but I I disagree with your premise though. Yeah. So. You yeah. can't actually <laughs> like make this work.
0: Yeah, that's it's not the it's not what you're doing with it. It's the the, the basis of it is not there. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I think to be honest, like all of this research um, or papers on praxis or what have mm. you, like. If, if someone wants to be writing about these topics They also need to be working with the peoples at the same time To yeah. some Gasp. extent Yeah <laughs> um, And like recently, not 20 years ago Not 20 years ago, yeah, yeah. things have changed in 20 years mm-hmm.
1: And um Things have changed in the last like 6 months Exactly That's why we've
0: got like um, gender specialists in or Ontario Who are like 70, 80 years old And have been doing like trans theory stuff For the last 30 years But they're not paying attention to their patients And they're just like Here are the roadblocks you have to go through to access transition And And, like, young queer trans kids are like, what the fuck? Uh, No, I'm not doing any of that. And then, of course, the people who have been doing the theory for years aren't adapting to new information. They're just, like, still top-downing everything, Mm -hmm. which is so ridiculous. I ran
1: into a roadblock with a client who's trying to get, like, her name changed on her and her gender identity changed on her uh, ID. Mm -hmm. And the advocate that she was working with has been working for like two years with her and is like and she doesn't remember the surgery that she had and this and that and we like, both me and my coworker are just like in BC you don't have to disclose that stuff in order to change and he's like, What? When did that change? I'm like four years ago or something. He's like, yeah. Oh shit. I've been doing this for so long and so like Yikes. he was holding up the her, advocate
0: was holding yeah, it up. Yeah, he was holding up her
1: ID Aww. process and we're like, Don't worry, we'll help you fast track that and we're like getting it done. Nice. Which is that's good great. work. Yeah. Hell so yeah then that's someone great can actually work. have like their proper ID Finally. Yeah, thankfully it's been it's it's
0: progressively becoming much easier in Canada. But that, that old BC's guard, the only
1: jurisdiction yeah. that you don't need to prove surgery shit, which yeah. is hopefully that'll change everywhere. But yeah, yeah but just like stuff does change. Mm-hmm. And if you're not encountering it all the time, I guess, or if you're not so you aware know. and unfortunately like some folks that work in bureaucracy like don't necessarily give you all the information that you need when you're trying to make a decision. You're just like, Oh, can I do this? They're just like, No, sorry. And they don't say, like, but this other option is available to you or did you know that yeah. it's actually whatever. You like, have to I've ask only, the right question. Yeah, I've only found a few people that will go above and beyond mm-hmm. and, like, explain things to me in a way that, like, it's like, oh, and these are all the other options. Like, the case manager should have told them that. Oh, yeah. they didn't, you know. Kind of. like,
0: okay. Nobody's got enough resources. Yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. That's what it all comes down to. Yeah, so I basically, like... I have a lot of thank you cards in my desk and I am now sending them out very often to like the folks that really, I'm just like, that Aww. really, really helped. You're helping me do my job so much better. Thank you so much. Always thank
0: you cards. Yes. Always. We love cards here on the Seahawks podcast. got <laughs> bought some great uh, Amanita muscaria thank you cards not too Mushrooms? long ago. Mushrooms? Like the mushroom caps, Yeah. 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 Those ones that kill you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Please donate these if you ever see them. <laughs> <laughs> you will die. You will die. <laughs> Good luck. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, in terms of what I was talking about with mm-hmm. uh, the Posse material, mm-hmm. uh, it was actually in reference to all of these um, trainings that we have to do, all the Downtown Eastside VCH staff, mm-hmm. um, Vancouver Coastal Health staff, we have to do these Online trainings And they're ridiculous um, Every online training is Well but it's 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 phenomenally insulting Because we've oh. been doing This work for so long If you're doing this work You should know Like beyond the information That's provided In these trainings oh And so one of them I refused to do And actually they're dropping it Because it's so ridiculous was the ABCs of addiction um, And there was just a bunch Of outdated material The material I called Passé <laughs> um, But there's also Like a trans Like 101 Uh uh, module, and it's also just ridiculous. It's like, if you see this person going to this washroom, don't like yell
1: at them or what have you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, helpful, I guess. <laughs> Some people do still need to know that, with, but, which like, they do because provider, you would hope that
0: totally, yeah. but like with, within, and it's true, like, there's a bunch of my colleagues where we're laughing, we think this is ridiculous, but like on a regular basis, I you know try to call. Um mental health team that will remain a name, uh, and advocate for a client, and they keep getting the wrong name, getting the wrong gender pronoun, and I'm like, she, we've had conversations so many times, it's she, she. Yeah,
1: just because <laughs> the name on her medical chart, you know, is different, mm-hmm. like... Yeah, I've updated a, it, throw a I've changed it. fucking on their buds. Like, yeah, 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 Just
0: have something in there to... Oh, yeah. that's so insulting. Yeah, yeah, I remember,
1: like, working at, uh, like, the women's... Uh, Like treatment center that I was working at before, um, there were quite a few trans women, and it was a little bit before. Like they were like, "Oh, you can't change the chart. Like you can't, whatever." And so we would just be like, "Nope, we're doing it." And like we would cover up and like put post its and like really just like, yeah, Yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Because then new staff would come on and just be like, "Oh, why is there a Roger in this women's only building?" I'm like, "Nope, it's it's she. She's over here. That's her." Like we had to like really make it clear for (laughs) for new staff. Which was good. That was a little like fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I love when you yeah. shake your fist because <laughs> yeah. it's both strong
0: and cute and little. <laughs> Aww. So it's like scrappy.
1: <laughs> mm.
0: Yeah. I like how scrappy you are. Yeah. Was that mean? No. Okay. It was like a little mean at first, and then no, it got nice. Oh,
1: it's nice. It's all nice.
0: I'm never sure if we're being mean to each other or not. Aww. It's been a long marriage. These it's all it's <laughs> so all with, it's all
1: with love. That's okay. <laughs> it's true. We're allowed. I read a like an article about like shit talking your friends and coworkers and stuff like that and it was really from like the perspective of like a guy who's always joking around but like especially with other guys but then it can also be like your partner like don't make fun of stuff that your partner loves, you know? Mm, like yeah. if it starts out as a joke and it's just your little joke together but then it just always then they start to like Suddenly your partner's not talking to you as much about the things that they love anymore Because they don't want to get joked about And yeah. Yeah. it was a really thoughtful article I was just like, oh, this guy's being really self-aware He's like, yeah, I was a terrible, abusive shit-talker <laughs> And I didn't Shit. realize it wow. Until, like, someone broke up with me and, like, really called me on it And I just Holy thought we dang. were just joking But, like, now I really, really try oh, man There is a book called How to Be an Adult in a Relationship And it talks about how to
0: <laughs> You shouldn't <have> tease <laughs> your partner at all, actually Mm-hmm Pretty hard. Until you've been together for a really long time and then you've (laughs) like talked about it. Because Tessa and I go pretty hard in the paint over those kinds of things these days. Uh, But I always just call her like she's a. I'm just like, you. Big giant gay idiot Basically something like that because she's always like okay, I'm in love with this girl and this girl And this girl and this girl and all of these Girls who are in my video games I love them too I'm like you giant lesbian yeah, And she goes yeah <laughs> Like you big gay idiot She's like yeah that me That actually sounds super cute Yeah yeah, but duh she's, she's like gay. oh I'm terrible I, I can't stop I was like yep yeah, you can't And then she makes fun of me for just never being able To stop cleaning ever yeah. yeah, one so. of those. Yeah, I'm one of them. <laughs> you don't want to make fun of me too hard though, because I get shit done. Oh yes. Yeah. Keep it tidy. Keep it tight. You know. <laughs> Is that the theme song you sing when you're doing it? Keep it tidy, keep it tight. Make sure that it's okay if your mom comes over tonight. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. There's always a yeah. little song for whatever I'm doing at any given moment. Mm-hmm. Tinkle, tinkle, tinkle. <laughs> My earrings went back on at some point. <laughs> well, guys,
1: how long have we been going? It's, uh, we've got 30 seconds left Oh, so, 30 it's, seconds. so it's,
0: that's a real Jackie and Laurie time yeah. call It's like, are we fucking done yet? No, it's good. I'm enjoying this episode This yeah. is
1: good um, I'm just running out of shit to talk about. Yeah. Any, oh, anything uh, fun coming up in the next little while that we need to promote? Or sorry, did you have some other stuff? Uh,
0: no, I was gonna open a can of worms. It'll
1: take longer. Oh yeah. No, I no, no. Do it. Can of
0: worms. Do it. Oh, I just. Uh, yeah. If you we, want, if we, think it's boring, we get we'll just stop. No, just it, c- it could be boring. It could be boring. It's it's just mainly about like. Um, if we decide we hate this. We'll just get up and walk out. <laughs> Just, way too much pressure now. Be no! <laughs> nice to our guests Katie You gotta get You gotta get intense just... In the third act <laughs> I, I just I feel really Naive for believing That I could somehow Make healthcare Anti-oppressive Or at least the work That I was doing <laughs> Anti-oppress
1: oh god. is a big hand It That's, is a big like, Did you get that at Costco?
0: Exercise can Yeah
1: That is That is still my goal Like my oh, car- My ultimate career know, My man. ultimate career goal Is to Be able to be in a position To make Healthcare policy more just It's you know between
0: the story I told you about constantly having Conversations about proper gender Pronouns and then you know I Work entirely with women um, in the Downtown east side the only wo- the, the women only women's Treatment center mm-hmm. Heartwood uh, Currently has closed their wait list because they're so Backed up Ooh, um, and it has to do With renovations and non physicians <sighs> Blah 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 there is no women's Detox I have women who uh, their partners still fix their drugs, and um, if they OD, they won't call the ambulance, and then they won't go to overdose prevention sites. And just like talk, trying to talk about these like gender issues with the team, like pretty much goes nowhere. Especially mm. if I'm experiencing sexism in the workplace. Oh no, <laughs> double
1: whammy. Yeah, it's like they're not even listening to you because no. of your position. Like exactly. No, the workplace sucks. is sexist.
0: No, imagine. I even tried to talk to a colleague
1: about it this week, and
0: he did not believe me. And I'm like, why did I start this conversation? Just screaming against <laughs> the <laughs> glass, Christ. of yeah. the ceiling.
1: I mean, that's awful. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm um, telling. I've me tried that to leftist do leftist men, or maybe imperfect allies. Uh, perhaps, <laughs> perhaps, maybe. <laughs> I even tried to say something about how it's still possible for. White gay men to to be oppressive and that was and misogynistic yeah, and transphobic. Yeah, that was and, not a thing either. And racist. Yeah, they're mm. like, I don't think that's true. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna.
1: There's I'm gonna never see been you a later. gay racist.
0: Ever. <laughs> never. <laughs> never. <laughs> it's not like physically. Yeah. Possible. Once, you're, once you're gay,
1: once you're gay, you're already just that's you're perfect now, there's and you, nothing you and can do to hurt others. So. Yeah.
0: So I've tried to like do some workshops about. You know, some of these things about talking about violence against women, about talking about sexism in the workplace. I'm not sure it's going... Anywhere, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I started to realize I'm like, why am I trying to
1: change healthcare when it's mm. one of the most oppressive systems out there? None <laughs> of my clients want to come into the clinic because it's yeah chaotic, unpleasant. Well, that, that's why we keep trying to change it so that people will actually like get the help that they need. Yeah,
0: I had one client. Who I think looked me up on Facebook or something Because mm. she knew some things about me And she's like, you say that you know the things about Aboriginal culture I'm like, I don't remember ever saying that I said those things But she's like, but I don't want to come into the clinic And you shouldn't make me come to the clinic I'm like, I am the first person to say that healthcare is oppressive And that you have to navigate a really privileged system In order to try to get what you need So no, we can go meet in the park, that's cool <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, we can? I'm like, yes, yes yeah. we can, that's, that's fine We don't need to come into this space Yeah. It's that loaded Yeah. Which no it is kidding. For people. There's
1: so many com- Conversations that I have at work with folks, where it's like, I agree that's not fair, but sometimes to get what you want, you have to play the game, and you need to figure out this tonal shift or this thing. I'm really, I know it's oppressive. You shouldn't have to work this hard. No, but but but. in order to yeah, you totally have every right to be angry, but you might just have to totally just swallow that and let it go in order to get and just and apologize to them. I'm really sorry that that you have to do that, but that actually will get you what you want. Mm -hmm. And do you want to get what you want or do you want to be right? And we yeah. have to kind of convince people to just like get what you want, like like use the system and yeah. make it work for you, oh, Yeah. which is sort game of game c- it as much as possible. And so when yeah. you kind of are conspiratorial with folks, that's <laughs> like it kind of works that way. But like it's hard because it's so unjust. It is, so and people on, like rightfully do not want to capitulate to that. At totally. All.
0: And on Friday um. when I was at Vandu and they're like, "Oh, you work for Vancouver Coastal Health. I don't want to go there. I don't want to access your services. You're yeah. essentially the enemy." And I'm like, "Yeah, I get that. That's mm-hmm. cool." There's there's lots of things I don't like about it either. For me, it's kind of just an employer. But mm-hmm. the, you know, it, you'd get these conversations about like, I've broken my back in five places, or I've had this kind of injury, Sheesh. and I would prefer if someone gave me like slow release morphine, but no one will give me that, so I have to go on the street and I have to use fentanyl, and mm-hmm. I don't want to die, and I don't want to have to use fentanyl. Mm-hmm. So could a doctor just give me what I want? Yeah. And I'm like, I hear you. One, try to go to a different clinic, an addiction-specific clinic. But two, like, build that relationship with the doctor because we have clients on that at the clinic. Mm -hmm. It's possible. You just gotta have the trust both ways or something. Yeah. It's, like, even as, like, a privileged person, it's, I find navigating healthcare very difficult. Like, mm -hmm. it's... It's anxiety provoking for me And that's 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 the worst part that, that, That's it That's the only thing I'm dealing with It's just like I don't know what's going to happen And someone might not be nice to me I can mm-hmm. only imagine how hard it is For someone who's already been Like legitimately abused By the medical system I have like The smallest amount of medical trauma From childhood And that's enough to make me like Very anxious about about Like I can just understand Why it's difficult for people On a base level And then when you add in like a Systemic stuff on top of that It's mm-hmm. just like Holy shit How does anybody ever do anything?
1: Yeah to yeah. keep
0: themselves healthy I'm not sure
1: mm-hmm. So like I always want to like Vision like If we could get everything That we want What would it look like? Like if there was A healthcare center That was not this Like that's Tracy's vision Right? Was to have yeah. like a Not just a healthcare center But like a healing center totally. mm-hmm. There would probably yeah. be Like a garden With mm-hmm. medicines And
0: food And that would be like I don't know Those types of spaces Would be central Instead of
1: like The clinical spaces mm-hmm. I'd mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. That's more like a hangout place and like a, a like relationship a building. Center, yeah, yeah.
0: So that you don't just have to be in a room reading old magazines with people while you wait totally. to access care. You can like do stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, someone's tweaking out and yelling at you, and the security guard's doing nothing about it. Mm-hmm. That's our waiting room. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like a, a tweak out room. <laughs> <laughs> God. It's just like there's soft and there's some like fucking soft animals. And stuff. Not not animals, but like stuffed animals. <laughs> just a maybe little, little
1: cuddle puddle room. Maybe
0: a gold coin pit.
1: Yeah, yeah (laughs) Just jump in there No,
0: it's it's so badly hurt guys. It's really It's harm increasing (laughs) 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 Harm increasing Welcome to our Harm increasement clinic Oh god It's a bad place Why did the government Let us do this? It looks good on paper Yeah (laughs) It's the last thing Christy Clark signed off on Uh. To, to, to circle back around to your velvet clowns earlier in, this, in the That's episode. a real callback Well there was a painting of a clown In our clinic and no! it was disturbing And I tried to tell a colleague That it was disturbing knowing full well That he put it up because it was a client's work And he's like well who, who thinks it's terrifying I'm like well I'm going to say it's terrifying And I, I know for a fact I have lots of female friends Who are also terrified of clowns And he's like well it should just be exposure therapy And I'm not taking it down and I'm like you are a trauma therapist Fuck you Wow <laughs> And it took Wow like, Exposure therapy is not Randomly shoving A clown picture <laughs> at you In a clinic it's In a yeah. clinic That's not a response That's like, like Hey Three weeks from now You're gonna see A clown picture <laughs> <laughs> Why am I a better trauma therapist than this guy? <laughs> <laughs> he, he has so many years of training. It was just yeah. obviously, like, a d- defensive yeah. reaction to me. I like, like my clown! It's still not okay. Yeah. It shouldn't, we we shouldn't have to have those types of conversations. Yeah. And it's something so simple. Like, don't put a terrifying picture on the wall. Put something, th- like, chilling. <laughs> Wait, no, chilling you out. Not yeah. chilling, like, ugh, like, like a clown.
1: Nature. <laughs> I really like, um... Forest and the Femme, have yeah. you, they're a really they amazing organization, clients, for sure. and it's just like, taking women, like, we have so much nature around, mm-hmm, just yeah. be like, get out of the city, let's go for a hike, like, if it's a 20 in, minute fucking drive, Yeah, totally. like, let's just go sit by the ocean for a little, like, that's so healing, that's like a way different way of like, dealing with that kind of stuff, yeah, right?
0: and one of my clients was saying, she's like, I didn't want to come back, it was just so lovely mm-hmm. to be out
1: there, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, they do good work. So more of that, more of that. Yeah, please. yeah. We're well. Let's hope next time you come back, we have cool things to report about I that guess. the province has like, done. Like you've solved the world's problems. That's
1: well. No, like steps towards
0: perhaps. Like we're gonna, <laughs> perhaps, yeah. like we're gonna try to start fixing all the things. <laughs> yes. Getting everybody back their transit passes, maybe, Yay. and get some some movement on those ten dollars a day daycare uh-huh. stuff. Sweet. A little more healthcare access Maybe some more doctors Yeah Doctors It's pretty sweet Because I mean I fucking live in New Westminster And I have to drive to Main and 25th for a GP That was like That was the only place I could find someone who could take me She's available two days a week
1: Yeah I have an an amazing An amazing new specialist That's helping me with like All kinds of internally business and she was based in a clinic at like and Broadway, so that's not too far. But she's like, I'm actually not going to be here anymore. I'm going back to my main practice. It's in Surrey. Oh. And I'm like, But it took me so long to find you. And you're like actually the best doctor I've ever worked with. And like, you mm-hmm. don't just tell me that I'm too fat to have babies. Like, every- <laughs> what?
0: People. Five times the size of you, has,
1: size of you have had babies. <laughs> I know, but that's what I was told by a doctor. That's it's like, terrible. no, you just have to lose a lot of weight or you else just you just want to wash their hands. Of yeah, you. and so I'm just like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. But so I'm like, you know what, Dr. Gupta? I will drive to Surrey because you're fucking amazing. And she liked my bullet journal. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Hell
0: Better. yeah, Dr. Gupta. Better healthcare for all. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, leave it on that, I guess. Yeah, better not sure. care for everybody, jerks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have something to plug plug it. Um, our past guest and harpist extraordinaire, Calvin Ooh. Arsenia, is coming back to town. Bling, bling, so bling. on August 1st, he will be performing Atlanta Blues with my band, Everybody Kiss. Cool. And it's going to be a beautiful and night And the Argyle embargo. And the Argyle Embargo, who are a very awesome band. They also have a cellist and a very, very badass lady drummer, and they all sing. And they're all queer and campy, and so it's going to be a very, like, sort of, yeah, queer theatrical evening at, like, the Dive Bar. I'm very excited about it. So everyone should come that listens to this podcast. And
0: I would like to also plug a... Comedy Big Rock show mm-hmm. On July the 30th uh, Headliner is Kevin Banner Whose recent comedy album Was released by 604 Records The first comedian on that label Nice On Trad Kroger's label <laughs> <laughs> And uh, actually, also just married yesterday Or Aww. the day before He married Fatima, past guest Fatima Dore Yeah uh, Yeah So that that's Kevin's got a joke about how like my wife's not going to take my last name when we get married But uh, I'm going to insist that she takes her first name as Kevin's wife So now she's Kevin's wife, Doré So we love her uh, And lastly, I am going to be on a Pride show On it, It's not actually part of the Pride Society Which is why I said yes to doing it Because it has to do with just being queer and proud And not to do with fan pride uh, who are jerks? Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I'm doing a it's at Yuck Yucks on August 4th at 10 p.m.
1: Nice. So I'll come right. out to that,
0: and cool. I'm mean, gonna be really funny. Even though they accidentally left my face off one of the posters.
1: Aww.
0: There's seven people on the show, and they didn't put me on one of them. Face off. Aww. They took my face, face off. off.
1: <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>